Hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Stouting Off podcast. So glad to be back. Jordan, hit me with that intro track, please. Oh man, welcome back again. Drew and Jordan to the Stouting Off podcast because we took a week off and it felt like it was about four weeks, right? Yeah. Anyway, as always, I'm your host now and forevermore, Drew Stoutenberg, joined live in studio as always by my producer, Jordan. How are you, buddy? Doing great. Thank you. Oh my gosh. That is like music to my ears. You guys, I am so, I'm elated. I'm ecstatic. I am on the inside celebrating with exuberant joy to be back with you guys because I missed you. I miss talking to you at least because the Stouting Off podcast, it's a family. We're a community. Do you understand this? Yes, I am the most vocal and visible person, member in this community, but we're all of the same mind. We all get it. You know, we get the things that need to be spouted off about. That's why I'm so glad to be back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I missed just that. That feeling of synergy, knowing that what I'm saying, somebody's on the other end of the, like in their car being like, yeah, dude, it's messed up when people throw masks and floss picks on the ground, you know? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm giddy, man. What's been new with you, Jordan? I've been, hold on. Actually, before you go into that, can I just make a quick, <laughs> he's like, man, where do I begin? So many, th- actually, can you hold off on that for a second? <laughs> you cut my breath in half. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I was sick. And actually, you can hear a little bit of the residual congestion. But it's not, I mean, it's not, it's not COVID. And I'm over it now. I'm comfortable. I've been to the gym four days in a row. Um, and I'm getting better workouts in than I've gotten in at least seven or eight months. Just shooting from the hip there. Um ballpark estimate but i'm feeling good i'm feeling so good and so george how are you feeling and what's going on what's been new good my cool. family was sick. <laughs> cool <man. laughs> what's been new good all right cool <laughs> english is his second language obviously doesn't good. understand us. <laughs> doog uh my family was sick oh true yeah 72 hours it was that a must three be nice. day thing Really? It must be. Well, I'm saying it I was, was sick nice. for I was sick for six to seven <laughs> days, incapacitated, couldn't get off the couch, got couch sores, not like bed sores, but like, you know, it's like the you version of me. I was achy. Yeah. Had to have a caregiver come in and roll me over every four hours. <laughs> had a bedpan going on the couch. I didn't, but no, it lasted a long time. But you guys had a, a just a few days of kind of hunkering down. Yeah. It's different with kids too. Yeah, Jude was like two days. Blakely was like maybe three just running hoses i feel so bad when kids are young enough like blakely's only one right yeah coming on oh really it hasn't been a year no i thought it was september that was jude oh okay true oh yeah we're knocking on the door of one year and she's walking yeah i saw that she's not walking but she's figuring it out yeah the brain the brain connections are being made The the synapses are firing in the right place i feel bad when kids that age get sick because you can't explain to them hey it's gonna get better and yeah you know you feel you feel weird right now and we understand it's not gonna be like this forever it's only temporary you can't explain this yeah it's like with dogs and stuff too it's also uh, i feel bad for saying this but it's also way better 
Really? They're quiet. I saw a couple like Instagram videos of Jude. He was just like subdued. Or maybe yeah. you sent me videos, but he was just like sitting there subdued. I was like, that's, yeah, that's, I mean, it's kind of nice. It's kind of nice for you guys. Yeah. And then when he's like, you know, he's feeling better when he's like, I want the blue plate. <laughs> you brought me pancakes on the yellow plate. No. Throws it, <laughs> sticks to the wall, shatters the plate. Um, but you guys were sick. And so you're better now. Better now. Yeah. I tell you what. It was around the same time as me, and I think just some weather changes ha- it had to have been caused by that. Although with me, my friend Christian came to town, not to see me. Him and his girlfriend came to town. He and his girlfriend came to town because she's got friends here, and he texted me one day while he was here, and he was like, Stout, <laughs> come, dude, come meet me at Urban Cowboy, dude. And he sounded like he was pumped, but at the same time, he sounded like he was nasally and congested. I was like, uh, actually, wait a second. You don't sound great. Are you sick? He's like, <laughs> nah dude i i mean it's i'm a little stuffy but like it's nothing dude i feel fine and like and like you know sarah and i've kissed like it's she's she's healthy she's good so i know it's nothing so I, i'm like i reluctant i was like are you sure dude i can i'm gonna be in michigan to hang out you know in a six weeks or so he's like no dude you gotta come and be me being the yes man get in my car and here we go i'm i'm headed down gallatin uh headed down headed down gallatin and i meet up with him and it's fun we hang out he ends up spending the night here um because he didn't have transportation and you know the uber complications or something so i end up being with him what i thought was only gonna be two hours turned into probably 20 hours and then two days later i wake up feeling like i got run over by a train while being thrown into a human-sized garbage disposal and also feeling like I got lit on fire all at the same time. And I called him and I said, we're not good anymore. I'm mad. So when it com- when when <laughs> when fr- when friends pressure you into hanging out, <laughs> Jordan has a new soundbite. When friends pressure you into hanging out, here's how I feel about it. Go ahead, Jordan. Yeah, dude, cool, man. Thanks. <laughs> you pressured me into hanging out. I'm jeering and booing you. Boo, Christian. You stink. But I'm better now. And so you're back in my good graces. Do you think he got me sick too? Oh, yeah. You saw him that night. Although, I don't know. It's possible, fundamentally. Thanks, Christian. Thanks, dude. Appreciate you, man. Boo! Boo, <laughs> <laughs> you stink! <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah, we have new sound bites. Play the other one, Jordan. Say something that deserves it. Okay. Um, well, get guess what i oh this is great news i use quip you know to brush my teeth and everything and they just sent me a brand new uh toothbrush head and it's great and so i love it (laughs) (laughs) yay we love quip yeah we have new sound bites guys you thought we were just taking time off just to do nothing and rest nope we were preparing the horse for battle um, you know that there's a term so I have a couple ideas here that I want to talk about and we can just see what happens because we wing it in this family <laughs> <laughs> we wing it the term photo dump I've seen like nonstop for the past two months it came out of nowhere would you agree with that I I don't have much to say about it other than the fact that everybody is doing that now on Instagram they're like oh photo dump from the past week and there's seven photos that aren't related here's a landscape here's me and my girlfriend here's my mom here's you know 
an abstract photo of the inside of my car, little air freshener hanging from the rear view mirror. Here's a landscape from when I went to Rocky Mountain National Park for, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like all this people like go so hard trying to figure out their aesthetic and on Instagram and then they dump photos and they call it a photo dump. I don't like the word dump. <laughs> Remember when you and Adam went to the dump? Yeah. <laughs> That's a regular thing though. Going to the dump? Yeah. No, it's not. In my family though, it is. And I'm surprised that in your family I've, it's not. For my dad, it yeah. is. Yeah, exactly. What I'm like going Fair. to the dump was like a one week occurrence for us. Like once a one, week. Once a week occurrence. Like <laughs> we would do this. <laughs> we would do it for a week straight. We would go stay and just hunker down, bring <laughs> rations, and stay at the dump for a week. Don't ask me why. Don't ask what we got out of it. <laughs> We just had to. We did. <laughs> it was a one week thing. No, it was a once a week thing. Like, yeah. when you've got extra, I went this week. Yeah. I remember being on the phone with you. But in yeah, Michigan, they the call it a dump. dump. They call it the dump. Yeah. In Michigan, <laughs> dump is so stupid. It is. What do they call it here? We call it landfill. The convenience center. Now that is churching it up a little bit. Yeah, we call it the convenience, convenience center. center now it sounds like a gas station. Yeah. Now it sounds like a 7-Eleven. When I go to the convenience <laughs> station, either I'm going to throw away a 14-year-old mattress or I'm going to get a Twix bar. <laughs> like, what is it? A Slurpee? Or I'm going to get a Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said that word in five to six years. Same. I haven't had one in probably 16 to 17 years. One time I... I never was down with When those. I was in high school, I got... A free Slurpee every day for one year from 7-Eleven. I entered a raffle. And you won? And I won. <laughs> That's special. Two free Slurpees a day for a year. So I got to bring a friend. Really? Yeah. I think I was actually on the receiving end of one of those. Maybe. Just one. Maybe that was the last time. <laughs> that probably was. <laughs> I don't like cold stuff. It makes me cough after. You know? No. When I have a cold beverage or ice cream or a Slurpee... Or anything that's like ice cold makes me cough. Cold brew? That's not, no. That's like, that is like. You mean like Frappuccino versus cold brew? Frappuccino would make you cough. No, I'm saying temperature wise. If something is as cold as ice cream or a Slurpee, I'm coughing. Or if I have a, I mean a popsicle, a, a push-up pop, those, these kinds of things. I'm coughing after. You don't do that? No. It's messed up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the boys are so happy to be back. Uh, Can you feel it? Um, Hurt my upper back today. And I realized I haven't been to my chiropractor um, in a few weeks. And I'm getting out of alignment. But I hurt my back today while working and yes i just work a desk job you want to know how i heard it i turned my head the wrong i, I turned my head <laughs> i did this and <laughs> as i do this right now it hurts that's how you know you're getting 32 that's how you know you're up there in age you turn your head the wrong way and suddenly you have to go to the chiropractor tomorrow and you're take, taking bayer back and body right now as we speak <laughs> <laughs> it's in my system, but it still hurts. Another indicator of getting old. I thought about this last night. When you have to shave your nose, 
the outside of your nose because hairs are starting to grow out of this part of your nose, not your nostril. And then I also have to shave the outside of my ears. This is old guy stuff. Yeah, this I've never is, done it. This is 65 plus. But here I am, little like whiskery hairs growing outside of my earlobe. Not inside out, not like in my ear canal out, but like just on the outside. I've been you told I have. It? Yeah, I'm shaving it. I get my big razor up there and I just go. <laughs> no, it's a little, just like my beard trimmer, I just go up there with it. But it's dumb that you have to do that because I've been in, like, we're in a well lit situation like this. And I've been close to, like, I have a selfie light that I sometimes do work videos with. And looking at myself and it's close light, I can see the silhouettes of hairs coming out of my ears. <laughs> it's so bad. And then when I was doing that yesterday, I saw I had hairs coming out of my nose now. That's cool. 32. You hurt your neck when you turn the wrong way. Hairs growing out of ears. Hairs growing out of nose. Not the inside where they're, it's appropriate to have nose hair. No. Okay, anyway. That's crazy. Went on for too long. Our buddy Joel, he, um, he hurt his back earlier this week really bad. I was like, Joel, how'd you do this? He's like, I picked up my daughter. <laughs> his oh, daughter's an infant no. i don't even think she's a year old yet um no, she's not <laughs> she's less than 20 pounds for sure 20 pounds would even probably be an exaggeration but yeah he hurt his back from picking up his baby daughter i said man we're getting old and then a few days later here's what happens i'm working i turn my head and something clicks now my neck's broken it hurts gotta and see vince I do have to go see him. Um, Vince at the spine shop. Shout you out. Um, yeah, my spine's out of alignment. Sometimes when I just take a deep breath, I hear a little crack in my back. I'm like, and it sounds like something's just like a, a bone is just floating around back there or something. It's not like, it's just like, <laughs> I'm like, what? I yawn. Back cracks. Cool, man. Um Oh, before I get too much farther into the episode, I want to say that this episode of the Stouting Off podcast is brought to you by E2I Design. E2I Design is a group of AVL professionals who can help you with just about anything you need as it pertains to audio, video, and lighting stuff. Um, that can be organizations, houses of worship, can be a, uh, a commercial organization like a restaurant or a hotel. If you need lighting stuff, if you need audio stuff, if you need video stuff, gear, um, consult with them. And they are my people that I go to. We just heard of another friend that got a Samsung Frame TV from, from them for his creative agency, um, a business out of Detroit. Shout out Handcar Studios, right? Yeah, man. Are they called Handcar Studios? Whatever. I think it's just Handcar. Handcar. Find them on Instagram. Um, in fact, if you need like creative stuff done, agency work. But when it comes to your gear, you got to go to E2i Design or else you're or else you're an idiot quite frankly and i don't say that lightly because they have done me very well and um yeah they've outfitted my drum studio and my tv and my my frame tv and <laughs> the gear that you see and hear right now in crystal clear audio 5.1 dolby digital surround it's not but thank you guys um we love you e2i Went to a wedding recently, and I think it's the corniest thing, and it's the cheesiest thing on earth, and it's the dorkiest thing on earth when guys won't dance or smile in pictures. 
when guys think they're too cool to dance, you're that's the opposite of cool in my opinion. Yeah. Because it's cool to not care what people think about you. It's not it yeah, and it's not cool to be like Yeah. That's stupid. I would never I would never get out there with Stout and do the Cupid shuffle. Yeah. You know? There's something to be said about somebody I said that in week one, I think, when I talked about daring greatly. There's something to be said about somebody who puts themselves out there. Or just straight up goes with the flow. Just goes with the flow. Because honestly, at a wedding, if you're like at many weddings, at least not this particular wedding, I'll tell you about it later. But if you don't dance, you're usually in the minority. You know, if you don't at least go out there for one yeah. You're not the majority, you're the minority in that in that instance. So like why not just go with the flow? You'd actually fit in better if you danced. You think a girl is going to be like Yeah, that's my guy over there. He's over there sitting with his arms crossed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he must be cool. Or like a single girl and like that's a single guy. Who's that guy over there? Like yeah. He's wait, he's cool. Yeah. He's not dancing, he's cool. Dance at weddings and smile in photos. When I went to this particular wedding, talked about this type of guy on a previous episode, and it came true in this wedding that I went to. A couple of the groomsmen, sunglasses on head, sleeves rolled up before the wedding started, like in when they were actually standing up there. No way. This was um, an outdoor wedding this time of year, and it was chilly. It was before this little heat wave. And um, the groom was not exaggerating here. 45 minutes late while we all sat there. He was 45 minutes late to arrive. Not just like he was getting ready. So literally he walked up to the uh, to the altar or whatever where they're, they're about to get married. The bride wasn't out yet. Putting on his tie. Like he was squaring himself up while he was walking up. And I'm like, here we go. Groomsman, sunglasses on head, sleeves rolled up, top button unbuttoned already. Some of the guys had hair gel that was like down on their forehead. You know, like they no just combed way. it down. It was like this. And then the the bride didn't come out for another like 18 minutes. I remember it being between 15 and 18. So I'm just shooting from the hip here again. But I thought she was mad and she's like, nah, this my if my groom was 45 minutes late to my wedding, we're not getting married. I'm pissed. That's what I thought was going to happen. But she came out and it was great. And it was like, you know, it was a lovely little ceremony. We went back inside and man, only me and the the date that I went with and this other girl that she knew, we were the only three who danced. <laughs> it was like the most, that wedding reception was like void of any joy or sense of celebration, you know? Yeah. It wasn't like they weren't happy. It was more like I got the sense that these families were never taught as kids that it's okay to show emotion, even if it's happy emotion. You know, in a lot of homes, it's like if you're, you know, especially if you're a boy who cries, don't cry, you know, toughen up, slap, you know, slap, whatever. But it's also like that's not right. And it's also not right to to uh, kind of like diminish your child's joy, too. And I got the sense that those families were just not used to being happy. So they were just it was just like a pretty dreary um, wedding. But I got to go for free. And that's nice because the. The girl I went with, she asked me and um, just a wonderful friend. And it was a great time in that regard. And then, you know, um, we went to uh, the three of us went to Ironwood after. and It was nice. Had pours a bourbon. And so that was cool. But I'm just saying like, man, that stunk. Be happy and put yourself out there. 
I always say that. I live by that, honestly. Yeah. Though. Put yourself out there. Dance a little bit. Dance and smile in pictures. That's all I ask. Even if you're bad at dancing, dancing at a wedding I look like welcomes. an idiot when I dance. You're a pretty good dancer. Oh, I appreciate that. You didn't have to say that. You're a pretty good dancer. Right, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Honestly, you guys, you ladies out there, if you need a date for a wedding, come see me or just ask me and maybe if we live in Nashville together. You may have been to more weddings than anyone on this planet. I probably stood in more weddings than most people have been to. Yeah. I've only gotten to give a best man speech uh, once. I was a best man twice. Oh, that's right. My brother got married when I was 18. Dude, I was too shy to give a speech. Ooh. Don't be too shy, Drew. That sucked. In hindsight, man, I would bring the house down with a speech at Greg's <laughs> wedding. So maybe if they renew their vows and they, we go through the whole song and dance of uh, wedding again. You'll get your time. I'll get my time. Oh, this won't mean anything to you because I already know you haven't really seen the Ernest movies. I talked about them on one of the previous two episodes, I think. A friend of the uh, Stouting Off podcast, Zach Deaton, messaged me and he said, hey, Drew, you know that the Ernest movies were shot in East Nashville, right? And East Nashville is where I met Zach. And I think he's moved. Yeah, he's since moved out of state, I think, to North Carolina. But he's like, th like my tattoo shop used to be the same parking lot that Ernest, his dump truck, like, um, malfun like malfunctions in and almost crushes him, whatever. But sure enough, I rented Ernest Scared Stupid. And like he's just going up and down like Woodland where Five Points is. No kidding. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Um, and now that was probably... That movie was probably made in, I don't know. Hit me with the facts, Jordan. Ernest Scared Stupid. I would guess 1986. But it was a long time ago, and the landscape kind of looked different, but you could tell it was the same. 1991. Sheesh. 91. 91. <laughs> Almost the year you were born. 90 for you? 90 for me. Respect. 88 for you. Respect. Um, <laughs> Want to hear something morbid? When you were a kid... When I was a kid, at least, like, um, <laughs> I need to tighten up the screws on that chair, by the was way. Was that me? Yeah. No way. Yeah, no, no, no. It is. I, I eat in that chair. And I, whenever I move, it's like, Meow. it's a new thing. There's some screws loose. Um, did you ever challenge yourself to little challenges when you were a kid where you were like, if, if you don't, if you fail this challenge, your mom's going to die. Did you ever have, <laughs> did you ever make those challenges or stuff like that in your mind? Like, if you don't, if you can't do this you're going to be blind for the rest of your life yeah. or stuff like this for me it was always your mom's going to die <laughs> which would be terrible it would really suck but especially as a kid it's like mom is your whole life yeah you know that's we're, how, we're both mama's boys i think we, we are yeah that's how severe it is yeah like <laughs> the challenge <laughs> that's how severe <laughs> the challenge is. listen if you can't jump over this three-foot creek Mom's going to die. And I always made the challenge. I never failed. That's why she's still alive. Love you, Mom. Friend of the pod. You want to talk friends of the podcast? Cheryl Stoutenberg is a friend of the podcast. Texts me every day on release day. Loved the episode. Here's what I loved. Here's some bullet points. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah. And then if I ever said anything that was perhaps a discrepancy of my childhood where she remembered it correctly and I didn't, I get a little correction there too. I feel like I need to release like revisions. Um, like a published like scientific journal paper where you have to correct yourself on record. Um, I have a friend who's trying to set me up with somebody. He's a coworker 
and he's trying to set me up with somebody and she because it's a friend of um it's a friend of his and his wife it, well i guess it's his wife's friend but moved to nashville recently no kidding <clears throat> yeah so that's cool he sends me her um you know sends me her instagram or something I'm like wow great looking girl um that's nice for her probably won't work out i mean is she active in like she planted in the house of god is she going to a church you know if not it's probably not going to work and respectfully i mean no judgment either way but when it comes to like what i'm looking for in like a girlfriend or wife i mean have we have to share the same faith same commitment to that um that aside <laughs> before i even got to ask that he's like um Oh yeah, and she um, she got out of a, a a serious relationship not too long ago. I was like, oh bummer. He's like, well, you might know who it was with. Um, it was with Michael Phelps. She dated Michael Phelps for a while. I was no like, way. I was like, dude, that's a caliber of social circle of wealth of success that of course I can't roll with. Why would you think that I could date somebody who the most decorated Olympian of all time? was in a serious relationship with <laughs> right dude what you could but what i don't have nine gold medals just from beijing apparently that's not enough apparently it's not enough exactly so if nine gold medals isn't enough what about zero <laughs> the <Sweet> only spot. <laughs> nine wasn't enough but she's okay with zero <laughs> if you have two or three or four no it's either got to be greater than nine. The fact is, is nine's too many. <laughs> True. <laughs> Maybe she fell out of her league. Um, and I don't want to make assumptions, but tell you what, somebody who dated the, you could hear my voice quiver there just now, someone who dated one of the greatest athletes. You could make a case for him being the greatest athlete in his sport of all time. Yeah, I think so. In terms of accolade and achievement, I mean... Somebody who dated a person of that <laughs> that stature, career-wise, I don't know if I'm I'm not good that good at anything. I'm not the best in the world at anything that I do. Aside from hosting the Stouting Off podcast, but you are the best at that. Thank you. Because who else could do it? I guess anyone with the last name Stoutenberg or Stout, but I'm way better than any of my relatives could be at this. Respectfully, I say that we all have different giftings. So that's crazy, huh? Yeah, dude. I didn't know about that. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. Sucks. While I was out, while I was out sick, man, for that six to seven day period, I thought about a lot of stuff. We didn't talk much. We didn't. I didn't talk to anybody. I was dead to the world. I was dead to rights. You had one text from me per day, which was, do you need me to bring you anything? And that was really sweet of you. Oh, man. Tell you what, though. Um, actually, dude, I need you to get something off my computer desk. Um, you serious? Yeah, yeah. While you do that, tell you what, the um, my beautiful friend Lauren Strom Flurry, who I had on one of the episodes, whenever I'm sick, without me asking, she's like, "Okay, cool. I'll be stopping by later with um, a care package for you." And it's not like candy and get well soon. It's like the earthiest of earthy, like vitamins and supplements and all this stuff. It's two little slime things, Jord. It's on the right side of my desk. Um, brings me by the like just the most health food store supplements of all time. And I swear she brought it by. And then two days later, I was I was fine. Now, maybe that 
yeah, dude, these are them. <laughs> and with the supplements, she also brought me Snoop Slimes. Can you see this on camera, Jordy? Snoop Slimes. All right. So had a bunch of supplements, vitamins, minerals, and, you know, earthy medicines. I say earthy because it's not like NyQuil and DayQuil. It's like, yeah, herbs. I don't know. But anyway, there's this company called Snoop Slimes. And she texted me the week before and was like, oh my gosh, have you seen the new slimes? And I was like, well, you're assuming I know what you mean. <laughs> what are you talking about? You know, slime? I, what is that? A food? A hair product? I don't know. Have you seen the new slimes? Yeah, that's what she said. I was like, uh, you'll have to help me. And obviously, you'll have to help me by giving context because I have no idea. She's like, Snoop Slimes. I'm like, okay, haven't heard of that. What is it? She's like, it's basically like slimes that you play with, but they're really high quality. And I was like, so like GAC? She's like, no, they're like handmade and they're really, really, really just awesome. And they're they're scented and they're decorative and they're cool. And I, so I have these on my computer desk, which is why I had Jordan get up and grab them just now. But um, I have one called, it's, I can't believe it's not butter slime. <laughs> Give this a whiff, Jordy. And you All can right. play with it too if you want. Um, and that, we got that one because one of our friends, you tw it's threaded. Um, one of our friends, we found out he makes eggs every morning. Smell it. He makes eggs every morning and we asked him like, what's your whole routine? He's like, well, I put the eggs in there and then I put some, uh, some margarine. We're like, wait, what you cook with like you, you butter your toast with margarine and stuff. And we just like roasted him. Like, obviously use butter for that. He's like, no, I use, I can't believe it's not butter. Kind of smells like butter, right? And so yeah, anyway, it's it became like an shea joke. butter or whatever it is. Shea butter. It should smell like buttered popcorn kind of, no? In a, in a way. Yeah. And so this one is called, you can play with it too if you want. I mean, no. it's kind of a little, it'll get a little sticky, but this one's called Rainbow Road, which is based off the race in um, Mario Kart. And you can see on the bottom, there's a little star and a little mushroom and a couple other things that are from the, the, um, from the game. And then I'm going to see if I can get close here to the camera. Is it still in focus, Jordy? Yeah, I think so. You can see that there's like stars and stuff. Tilt it down. Tilt it down. Isn't that kind of cool? Can you see it? It's a little hot, but yeah. It's... I, back here is fine. Anyway, it's so sweet. And yeah. So anyway, Lauren brought me these as well. And... um. Yeah, so now I play with these. When I was sick for those last two days after she came by, I was just out here playing with slimes, and they're sweet. You didn't play with yours, Jordan. No, I won't, though. <laughs> That's like, it's not even like I will later. It's like, no, and I won't. <laughs> it's cool. You know, they do stick yeah, to you, Yeah, I was playing with these things that would just basically hold all the germs that I had when I was sick. Oh, true. You should true. play with it, dude. <laughs> true. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> oh, that's another thing about Snoop Slimes is that they're um, antibacterial. And yes, I just made that up. Oh, I forgot. I wanted <laughs> to tell you guys about another thing while I play with the slime. Remember when I thought there was somebody living in my attic? Yeah. And I thought that without basis too. It wasn't like I would come home and lights 
were on that weren't on when I left. I've just decided in my head that somebody was living in my attic. And not to mention that the access to my attic was over the basement steps. Um, like not even like with a step ladder or anything, you would need a full on ladder to get in and out of it, eight feet above the steps and stuff. So anyway, I think the reason I thought that Jordy was because when we were out on tour a couple of years ago in 2018, our bass player Cody was like, you have to check out this podcast called criminal. It's basically crime stories and stuff like this. And I think they're like 20 minute episodes. It's one of the most popular podcasts in, in the world. They've been doing it for a while. And especially in that segment of like true crime stuff. Um, there was a podcast that we listened to while we were out on tour that Cody recommended. And I want to tell you about it. Yeah. Girl moves to say Portland, Oregon, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. And she, um, moves out there is this distracting for me to be playing with this <laughs> should i put it no. away i'll put it away it just, I just made me it. laugh that you were telling me a story about a podcast and you're like girl moves to say portland <laughs> oregon <laughs> i just remember it was in the pacific northwest somewhere Dude, i still have some slime on my fingers that's sick dude but only wait for we're gonna get you some slimes actually because lauren got in with the um the girl, a 16-year-old girl started this company and now she makes these, she makes like 10,000 slimes a week. Guess how much they cost? They're like 12 bucks a piece. Hi. She's raking. She's raking. And anyway, um, so say it was in the, it was in the Pacific Northwest somewhere. She moved out there just for a lifestyle change or just something new to do. Kind of like why I moved to Nashville, honestly, aside from the, uh, the eventual reason that we needed to start the number one podcast in America <laughs> moved out there and she moved out there with her puppy, I believe. And, um, you know, she would like go to work and stuff. And, uh, when she would go to work, for example, she would put her puppy in the bathroom, close the door because if the puppy has an accident in the bathroom, even with some newspapers and whatever, you can just wipe it up. It's tile. Yeah. Um, and she started to notice she would buy cans of soup, and uh, pop can like pop and stuff like this, soda um, or Coke, depending on what part of the country you're from. You might call those things. They might all just be synonymous. She buy pop, and she started to notice. She would get home and she'd be like, "Man, I thought I bought six cans of soup. Why are there only five in the cabinet?" She'd get home another day and man, I I bought a full case of pop. Why are there only nine left? I'm and freaked out. And she, um, and another, so she started to get like suspicious. Okay. And so one day shortly after that, she gets a call while she's at work and it's the apartment complex. And it said, Hey, the apartment unit above yours is flooding and it's going into your bathroom. You need to, your bathroom is going to flood. And remember what was in the bathroom. Do you remember? The dog. The dog. She's like, my dog is in there. I ha Like, my dog could die. If the bathroom is going to flood, my dog could die. It's a puppy. It's like less than a few months old, okay? So probably can't, doesn't have a doggy paddle yet. And so she gets home. Sure enough, the bathroom is flooded, but the dog is in the sink safely. It's a, And again, it's just a little puppy. 
So she gets, she opens the door. She sees the puppy in the sink. It's not, her sink's not on. Remember, the, the flooding is coming from the unit above her. Yeah. She's like, how on earth did the puppy get on the counter? Like, how did the puppy get to this level? There's no possible way it could have been. And then she started to get freaked out. Someone put the puppy in the sink to be safe, you know? It was to save the puppy from flooding on the ground. You yeah. know what I'm saying? An angel. An angel <laughs> is, is what she thought. <laughs> and so she's officially freaked out, okay? It all comes to a head when she is taking a bath one night and the bathroom door is open and she can see down the hall and into her bedroom and there is the attic access in the top ceiling, you know, like in the ceiling across from where she's sitting. So she's back in the bathtub like this, enjoying herself, and she looks through the hallway through her bedroom and she sees that the attic access door is just it's a little off someone's been coming and going from the attic and then she is convinced that the person is in the not just in the attic right now but they're in the apartment and i forgot how she finds out that they're for sure in the apartment but she finds out that they are in the mirrored closet that she has to walk through from the bathroom to get to her bedroom where her phone and all her stuff is. No, dude. This person is in the mirrored closet and she has to, when she sees that up the attic access door off, she knows that the person's in the, the closet. She has to get out of the bathtub and act like everything's normal. Now... I would be freaking out and I would be hysterical. So she gets to her room safely. I mean, she's just probably in a towel too, you know, like on top of the creepiness of somebody being in there, what about the danger of being a woman and there's probably a man in the closet, you know, sure. maybe he's watching you, maybe he's not, I don't know. Or just the fact that you know that someone's in the closet as you're walking through it and you have to keep it. Uh, yeah. Just keep composed. S what? And so she gets to her phone. She grabs her puppy. I think she gets dressed really quickly, grabs her phone, whatever, gets out of the apartment, calls the police right away. The police come and um, they say, ma'am, you're right. Somebody was living in your attic. There's no one in your apartment now, but they found like food and soup cans, pop cans, like a bucket where they were like going to the bathroom, et cetera. So somebody was living in there. Dude, I think that happens more often than we think. Now, I guarantee it's never happened to someone listening to this podcast, for example. A, we don't have that big of an audience. B, it's more rare than that. But <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes Google like that storyline and just see what comes up. There's there's often a new story about that. You know, somebody living in the attic, especially if somebody like gets out of prison and they want to either spy on like their you know, ex-girl who like got married or hitched with somebody else while they were out or while they were in prison. Look at the slime, by the way, just all settled in there. And over time, what happens is all the things inside of it will go to the bottom and then all the sparkles will go to the top. It's brilliant. Self-leveling. Self-leveling slimes. That's nice. Uh, Snoop slimes. You have to check them out. We root for them. We love them. Friend of the podcast. Isn't that wild though about the attic thing? You're rattled. I can tell, man. Yeah, dude. So when she walked through, like when I thought she was walking through the closet to get dressed and grab her phone, all that stuff, 
there was actually no one in there. He was in there. She 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 knew he was in there. I forgot that detail. But then the police said there the police came no- by the time the police got there. Oh, he was gone. Thank you for having me clarify that. Just oh. in case anybody else was confused on that, he was in the closet. And by the time the police got there, there was no one in there. He had escaped. Dude, everyone's checking their attic tonight. You know what? I don't have an attic anymore because the people who owned this house before me they they caved in the attic to make a vaulted ceiling basically throughout the house. So I don't have an attic anymore. I don't have to worry about that. No. But I do have closets, and I've checked that closet before. Have you checked the crawl space? Yeah, I was just down there. I was just down there uh, last week, actually hanging out. No, but I was down there. <laughs> <laughs> I had moisture down there, so I had to get the fan. I put a, I rigged up a little box fan down there, and so now. It doesn't stink like mildew anymore. It's nice. Yeah, nice. So that worked. We talked about that actually. Yeah. Not on the podcast, but... Um, what do I know? <laughs> but what do I know? <laughs> um, let's go to um, What's Drew Been Watching? All right. So while I was sick, I watched Oceans 11, Oceans 12, Oceans 13 all in one day. And then I also watched the entire Netflix series, The Queen's Gambit, which is a show about um, a girl who grows up an orphan. And while she is in boarding school, um, she is discovered to have this unbelievable aptitude and kind of like a savant like quality for the game of chess. And it was really good. And she becomes the best in the world. She beats, um, yeah, the, she beats the Russian guy. She beats a Russian guy who is like all time Hall of Fame, chess Hall of Fame guy. I don't know if it's a true story though, George. So I, I mean, it's whatever. Could you f- actually find that out though? The Queen's Gambit. It's, it's on Netflix. The Queen's Gambit. And that reminds me when some people would say, oh man, we've got it all. I mean, we've got the full gambit of things. Ooh, you didn't mean gambit. You meant gamut. <laughs> gamut means spectrum. Gambit means something else. Like a gamble. Like a risky play. The Queen's Gambit. Can you find it? Yeah, I've got it. What do you see? Is that a true story? Can't be. Let me see. It's set around uh, 1965, which I believe was actually the year the uh, Civil Rights Act was was passed. Maybe that was 1966. Um, well, the Queen's Gambit comes across as an inspirational sports story. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I can't pull a groin. Remember, we talked about the sports criteria. <laughs> can't pull a groin doing chess, so it's, it's an sport. adaptation of a 1983 fictional coming-of-age novel of the same name, written by American novelist Walter Tavis. Oh, nice. So no. Okay, I I thought so. I had a hunch, but uh, it was still pretty good. I I liked it. Um, yeah, and I don't I don't think it was too raunch or anything like that. I think it was pretty straightforward. Um, when it comes to the, you know, the content, my, my family used to subscribe to this magazine by focus on the family called plugged in. Do you remember that? Yeah. Did you you guys get that? Yeah. Basically it would talk about, you know, music and movies and TV shows that were coming out and talk about like pro family content. And, um, I forgot what terms they used. It was like pro social and anti something. So they talked about good qualities from like, a 
moral ethical standpoint and then like negative things but um anyway i don't have many anti-negative things about the queen's gambit in case you were wondering um so that's it for what has drew been watching Oh, what about people who plug their nose when they go in water? <laughs> He's right. He has a point. <laughs> I remember we took our friend Brad uh, water skiing. My brother, my dad, and I used to go. Uh, my dad had a boat all growing up. We'd go out on the boat on like Saturdays, and we we would bring friends along with us. And you could tell friends who've never really haven't been around water too much before, and we took Brad skiing and we got him skiing, man. He was on the two skis going, wasn't slalom like Greg and I and dad and all Stoutenbergs. It's a coming. It's <laughs> basically, if you want to be a Stoutenberg, you have to be able to slalom ski. Dude, my brother has barefoot skied a couple times. You have really? to be able to, you have to be going like 43, 45 to do that. And then he said, when you fall, it feels like concrete. Um, yeah. But anyway, Brad got, he started getting wobbly, you know, he started getting wobbly. You know, one ski goes out, the other one goes, and then he's falling. It's all dramatic, and you just see when he's falling into the water, <laughs> plugs his nose, <laughs> grabs his nose at the last second. And we say, you're a dork. We love you, but Dude, you're but you're our dork. That's a good point. Right? Like, if you... Don't plug your nose. Let's just think, like, let's think about it. If you're with somebody and you're like, this guy is the coolest guy. Or this girl is so she's cool. cool. She's, she's so cool. She's just down. She's, you yeah. know, she's with it. We're and at the lake together. We all jump in the lake. You see her jump in the lake and she plugs her nose. You're like, I feel better about myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Maybe she is human after all, you know? There's a chink in the armor there. You're just uh, like, aw. <laughs> right? <laughs> Maybe it is a little more level playing field than I thought. <laughs> a chink in the armor. <laughs> <laughs> those humanizing moments in it like uh, especially in a relationship like that when you're like you just idolize the girl and you think she's out, way out of your league but then over time little things like that start to come out you learn that her farts stink you learn that she holds her nose when she jumps into water i'm trying to think what else i have learned um she snores you learn that she snores snoring is so terrible. I read a funny meme the other day that was like snoring is like bragging to everybody else that you're asleep and they're not. <laughs> and like, but it's keeping them up. I forgot what it is. Probably butchered it, so that's cool. Um, yeah, don't hold. Yeah, when it comes to holding your nose when you jump in water, don't do that. Man, we could go on for days and days. Um, but we're going to end it right here. You guys, I cannot reiterate enough how special it is to be back on the airwaves with the Stouting Off family. I've missed engaging over social media. I've missed the YouTube comments, and I've missed the texts and all the things. So um, just know, we know all of you guys. Everyone who listens to this podcast, we know you. And we love you. And thanks, as always, for listening to the Stouting Off podcast, where what do we do? We spout off commentary on the everyday. Bye.
episode 22 in the books. Bye-bye.